0: Good afternoon and welcome to True Dominion Ministries podcast. I am your host, Latanya Stevens. Thank you for tuning in on this New Year's Day, January 1st, 2019. And don't forget to visit our website at www.truedominionministries.com. It is 2019 and we made it. Praise God. He has been better than good to all of us. And I hope we can stand in appreciation of his love, his kindness, his grace and his mercy. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And because of him, I am here today with a message. And this message is titled The Birth of a Body Without a Soul. And I'm going to have to take my time with this one because it's a little deep and it's personal and it's a testimony. So before I even go into it, I want to read a couple of scriptures and we're going to start with James chapter four, verse 14. And it says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a lifetime. And then vanishes. Going over to Psalm 144, verses 4, and it reads Man is like a breath, his days are like a passing shadow. I am going to begin with a testimony, as this will be the foundation of where I'm going with this message. And so, in my lifetime, I have had to have two blood transfusions. The first time I had to have four bags and the second time I had to have two bags. Now the reason of course for a blood transfusion is because of a great amount of blood loss. When you lose blood you lose oxygen to your body and we all know that if there is no blood or oxygen you cannot survive and the first time I had a blood transfusion was due to a pregnancy where I was 31 weeks pregnant which is a week Uh, away from being eight months and I was at work and we were having a pizza party and at the time I was an operator at a doctor's office and my stomach began to hurt a little and I thought it was from eating the pizza I thought I ate too much and because I have a high tolerance for pain it did not seem to be anything to be alarmed about so I went on until the end of the day and I did call my husband at the time to let him know and went to my mother's house after work who made me go to the hospital because I was simply going to go home and lay down and relax. Um, Like I said, I had a high tolerance of pain. Well, I got to the hospital, to the emergency room, and was then laid on a table to check the heartbeat of the baby. Well, for anyone who is in the medical field, they know that if something is wrong, the nurse is not to be the one to tell you. So a female doctor comes in, listens for the heartbeat, And then goes on to an extra step and does an ultrasound. And after confirming there was no heartbeat, she then also stated that the baby was deceased. The reason being was the placenta had detached from the uterine wall that cuts off the blood, oxygen, and nutrients to the baby. And now the placenta also has the function of removing waste products from your baby's blood. And not only was I induced into labor afterwards, I also had to have the baby naturally with no epidural because the risk of bleeding to death was too high. And in 12 hours of labor later, I gave birth to a baby boy that was four pounds and 21 inches long, which lets me know that he was growing um, properly. And after the birth, my doctor then reaches in me, I hate to be graphic, but to pull the placenta out. Uh, along with what sounded like a waterfall of blood. And after the pain, after the realization that this child is not going home with me, I then am hooked up to bags of blood to replace what had been lost. No extreme emotions for me, no crying, no anger, no sense of how my body was barely holding on to life. Some would say that I was in shock and I was only 22 years old and I had no idea that I could have lost my life alone with my child. I asked my brother at the time, my oldest brother, to take pictures of him because I was afraid that I would forget his looks or features. And after 12 hours or more of being dead, his lifeless body was already blue and purple. We buried him a couple of days later in a casket that looked more like an ice cooler because it was so extremely small. And nobody could, in my family or friends, could identify with me of what I was feeling because no one had experienced this as I have. And other people just said some of the dumbest things that you should never say to a mother who loses a child, such as, you're young, you'll be able to have another one. So here I am today. I am here today, two weeks away from my child that I lost. 17th birthday. I sit here today to give you a glimpse at our lives and ourselves as children of God who are attached to Him by the blood of Jesus Christ, His one and only begotten Son, the sacrifice of His perfect Son to be the one to die so that we can live. Just like the placenta, God feeds us through his word. It gives us life. God gives us oxygen because of his breath that he blew into a man to make him a living soul. The blood transfusion of Jesus Christ restores us with what we lost. So every time we sinned, we lost blood. Every time we denied him, we lost blood. Every time we detach ourselves we lose blood every time we don't pray we lose blood every time we try to fight spiritually with our flesh we lose blood every time we have doubt or unbelief we lose blood so people of God it is my duty and responsibility to tell you today don't detach from your only supply of blood, just to die. Pay attention to what is living on the inside of you. Don't think you are so far from death and think that you are out of danger because you're not living a certain type of lifestyle or around certain groups of people. I was at work, married, and 22 years old. Death has no age limit. He died before he ever came out of the womb. The most innocent is a child, and life is fragile, and it precedes death. You can live without limbs and even certain organs, but you cannot live without the breath of God and the blood of Jesus. Some won't even recognize anything is wrong with what is going on in the inside of them. Some won't have symptoms to indicate that something is wrong. Some won't feel the need for help. Some won't see that blockage that's hidden that needs to be removed in order to live. Giving birth is a life-changing experience. But giving birth to a body without its soul being present gives meaning to the words life and death. So I said all of that to you to give you a visual of how God feels. When he loses one of us to something that should have never been able to separate us from him. How he feels when what he has created doesn't even value him as the creator. When his children that he has given a promise to turn their backs on it all. When he gives his children the free will to make their own choices, but they never choose him or even choose to love him back. Do we not look at God as a parent, our father? Do we not believe enough of the truth that he has left us so that we would know everything he wants from us and what our part is here on earth until Jesus returns? Do we just believe that because we have been physical to become pregnant with a baby, a ministry, or becoming an author, a songwriter, or CEO, Or anything we believe we are called to do? Did we forget what took place for us to be a miracle? And everything that is attached to us? That the very fact that we are still living is a miracle? The blood signifies life. It was symbolic of guilt. We no longer have to be guilty because Jesus died for that too. Today I leave you with this. Give birth to everything God has put on the inside of you. Don't allow your birth to be a stillbirth. Don't allow it to die. Don't detach from the blood of Jesus. And most of all, be aware that it's a gift, a miracle. And it was made just for you. Thank you for tuning in to True Dominion Ministries. I know that was a little heavy. Remember to visit our website at www.TrueDominionMinistries.com and tune in next week with my husband Christopher Stevens as he comes with a message to give to the people of God. Have a blessed day and a happy 2019 where we will continue to carry our cross daily and follow Jesus Christ.